Traladren Behind the Scenes. Episode 31, Graphic Novels and Good Times. Well, hello and welcome to Traladren Behind the Scenes. I'm Chad Corey, and this is the final episode of this season. So wow, this is going fast, huh? For those of you who aren't familiar, this uh, particular podcast is focused on sharing information about the world of Trollodon, the writing aspects of it, that you aren't necessarily going to find anywhere else. Sometimes it may be my perspective on how something was written, giving you behind-the-scenes information on what I'm doing for current projects, or sharing other fun tidbits and insights, like I said, that I won't necessarily share just for various reasons, shall we say, uh, legal and otherwise. Uh, but I can tell you about it a little prematurely on the podcast in general because, again, you guys are special and you have uh, access to this material. So a little bit of everything. And it's also an opportunity for me to connect with you guys through questions and answers and things like that you may have about projects, previous work, titles, things like that that you might be wanting some information or answers on. I'm happy to share that if I can on this venue. So Thanks again for your support and encouragement. I do appreciate that very much. And I would ask if you are liking what you're hearing, if you have gotten some benefit or use out of this particular series, podcasts, episodes in general, uh, please consider going and uh, reviewing or rating the podcast, however you're getting access to it, you know, iTunes or whatever the case may be. The reason I ask is because the more reviews and ratings that are on there, the more that helps the algorithm in considering this for higher promotional placement. It just seems to be that the, uh, the how it's set up with the algorithm, the more interaction people have with it, the more it gets reviewed or has some type of commentary tied to it, the more it seems to think that it's you know liked and appreciated or a popular series and therefore should be promoted more aggressively, shall we say, with the listening public. So your help by contributing to that would just be immensely appreciated and incredibly supportive and helpful in the sense that, it, like I said, just kind of tricks the algorithm into thinking that this should be promoted more heavily. And you'll be able to share your appreciation more uh, physically, I guess, or visually, I guess you can say, which is always appreciated as well, to know that people are getting access to this and enjoying what they like. And again, it doesn't have to be a review. It just has to be, you can just put a star rating down there. That's what it needs as well. And the more of those we get, the more people uh, contribute, the more it gets uh, plugged into the promotional algorithm, and potentially more people can listen to it and have access to it as well. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. So what's going on in this episode? Well, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about some graphic novels and good times, as the uh, title introduced us to. Basically, first of all, thanks to everyone that came out for all the previous events. I really do appreciate it. Um, for those who aren't familiar, go to chadcory.com, go to the events page, and you can see where I've been since last we got together. It's quite an exhaustive list that I'm not going to get into. It's like four or five more venues. And if I took time to dive into every single one, we'd be here for quite a long time. Needless to say, most of these were convention-oriented events. Um, a couple of them were library events. Uh, some of them were uh, combo conventions, and uh, others were more literary conventions and stuff. But overall, the results were very positive. I had a good time. got to meet a lot of you guys. And I really appreciate that because, as I said in previous episodes, as a writer, it's you don't always know who these people are who are reading your work, and you don't always know why. I mean, it's one thing to see, okay, books are selling, but you don't know why they're selling, what draws people to them, what are they getting out of it. And that's 
as a writer and as uh, someone who's doing a lot of this on their own right now with marketing and uh, publishing and stuff like that, it is good to know kind of what is hitting the mark and what isn't hitting the mark and where I can do better and where I can better maybe reach people that are liking these titles and maybe have access to them more so than they had previously. So thanks for coming out. It was just, like I said, fun to see where you're from, what you got out of the books, and how those interactions with you. A lot of fun stories people shared about coming across the books in bookstores and were intrigued by them, and now here they see me in the flesh, so to speak, and they pick up more books, they get things signed, so that's that's always fun, always exciting. So as we said, good times all around. I really, really appreciate that for those that put the, the conventions on and those that participated. Again, thank you. Uh, with what's going on in the background, well, we are still working on that graphic novel for 2025. And for those who are familiar with it, it's a prequel to the Wizard King trilogy. The idea is that it's going to come out in the five-year anniversary, leading up to the five-year anniversary of the trilogy, which officially begins, if you want to count the first book as the start of the trilogy, in 2025, but actually wraps up in 2026. So what we're going to be doing is focusing on the 2026 equation, since that is more or less the completion of the trilogy, and the, you know, if you want to look at it that way, the five-year anniversary of the entire trilogy. So there are some plans in place. I'll share more in the future about related to the five-year anniversary for the uh, trilogy, which I don't want to spoil the, the news too soon on. I want to wait till everything's officially picked up and done and completed before we are officially sharing news on that. But needless to say, this graphic novel will tie into the trilogy and it will be the prequel of Cadreth Alanis. Like I said, he is the, the main baddie in the Wizard King trilogy, and you get to know more about his backstory and also some more world-building about what was going on in that world during the time of his um, growth and rise to power as a Wizard King. So so it's kind of a combination of backstory, but also another independent story, but also more information about the world setting in general. I always wanted to do graphic novels in Traveloden because of the visual nature of the world. There's just a lot going on, a lot of creatures, monsters, settings, and things, a lot of color that I wanted to have people experience and see because there's just so much there to enjoy. And I do have more graphic novels that I've written. And the plan, of course, is to get all of those out there as, as soon as possible. This being, I think, the very first one and probably the most applicable to the world setting since it ties into the trilogy and would be a great way to introduce people not only to the world setting, it's a great standalone book in that sense, but also a great tie-in to the trilogy in general. So it made the most sense to kind of start with that. But needless to say, I will be working on looking at avenues to get more titles out there in the, in the near future as best fits uh, the publishing process and the narrative at the time. So basically, the artist has been phenomenal. They've been doing some great artwork, and I think you're really going to be impressed with what comes out of it. And if everything is going to plan as it should, by the end of this year or the start of next year, we should have half the pages done for what I think is a 132, 136-page graphic novel. So it's kind of a, not, not a huge, huge, huge book, but it's not a small thing either. It's a decent-sized chunk of text that you should be able to enjoy and get something out of in general. It'll be well worth your investment of time and money, I guess you can say. That's the overall goal with it. But yeah, he's doing a great job doing the pencils and inks. It's doing it digital, which is my first time working with him in that regard. I haven't done a lot of digital stuff in general, so it's been kind of a learning curve for me as far as what is and isn't possible with the process. But it is a lot faster, and it is a lot easier getting copies and making corrections on things than it would be done, let's say, with pencil or ink in the old school way. 
So that I'm appreciating, and it allows for a great transfer of information and uh, files to all the people involved. So I, I think it's a more streamlined approach, and uh, obviously when the book is completed, I'll have a more uh, informed assessment of how uh, favorable or accessible or whatever you want to call it, it is working that way. But yeah, we're planning on having that come out in 2025. Again, tying right into the uh, beginning of the five-year anniversary of the trilogy, and it looks like everything will be on track for that. Another thing I'll be doing, I'm working on, actually you should say I have worked on it, it's finished, but we're putting the final touches in place now, is that short story collection, which will be coming out the tail end of 2024, actually around September. And it's a great starting on point for those readers who are new to the world setting or who might be intimidated by trying to take on a big three-part series initially to get a flavor for the world. Some people might want to just get a taste of it, a sample of it, and this short story collection, I guess you could equate it with a a chocolate sampler packet. You can get little little mini samples of story and different flavors of world and world setting with this collection. Uh, it's basically about a pragmatically pacifistic bard and his day in the life adventures mixed with some other things in there. It's showcasing a different aspect of Trowlitton that hasn't been shown yet, but also keeping the same flavor and connection and feel with the world setting in general. So it's more or less like going to a different part of the, the country, a different part of the neighborhood, shall we say, and, and learning more about the people over there. And some of the stories are, are comedic. There's a horror one. There's a day in the life kind of stuff. So a little bit of a little bit of everything runs the whole gamut there. And again, the idea is just these little short snippets of flavor and, and fun and experience that allow you to get more information about Trollerton uh, without having to invest just a chunk of time or money in order to do so. And there's also an appendices in the back that'll expand more of the world setting and information more about the characters in general that I think most readers are letting me know they appreciate because it adds to the story and world setting in general. And again, I guess it's a great starting on point for people, brand new readers. But if you've been reading the books before and you like what you've been reading, this is a great addition to that as well. It's a great way to expand and include more information about Trollerton in your growing repertoire of knowledge, shall we say. So that's everything's been written for that. I would I would not be surprised if we get something probably before the end of the month to have me proof and layout, simply because we're going to make that available for pre-order in January of next year, make an official announcement and make it available for pre-order, I would guess, about the middle of January. Usually they've been doing that about nine months before the book actually comes out, kind of do their official release, the pre-order, the awareness campaign. And, well, nine months from January is about, you know, the September time. So that's probably when it will be. I don't think they're going to do anything in December, so I'm guessing probably middle January. And before that happens, we have to have the book, for the most part, pretty much laid out and ready to go, which means I have to proof it and make sure everything is all set up with the layout. So uh, that's why I'm saying I would, wouldn't be surprised if the next few days, next couple of weeks, I get something in my inbox that says, hey, look this over and get back to us on it. But so far, what I've been seeing, it's going to be an awesome-looking cover again. As always, we've been blessed with some great uh, illustrators and artists and really great design team that put together a wonderful uh, wonderful overall package, and they've just gotten progressively better. Every title I've worked with them on has gotten better and better and better, and they just surprised me all the way through with how good it looks. And especially with this short story collection, it's something different we haven't done before. It's my very first short story collection with Dark Horse, and I think it's going to be a fun process overall. Of course, there's going to be a tour for that, which I'll be sharing more information about on the website, chadcorey.com and also on social media and the newsletter and stuff. I'll be sharing that 
Uh, probably more of that as we get into the first part of next year. So if you're not signed up for the newsletter, please consider doing that. This will allow you to get more up-to-date information about everything going on with tours, information about the book release, and other things that are tied into that. Plus, I'll be doing some more beneficial things for you, the subscriber, next year than I've done before, such as discount coupons for sales on uh, prices on things, sneak peeks at upcoming things, free gifts, things of that nature, just making it more worthwhile to subscribe and check out the contents each time you open up your inbox, and it's there. So yeah, it's like I said, that will be coming out in September of next year. So I'm looking at doing a, a pretty much a September through November tour, if I remember correctly what we're planning. It's going to be a multi-state tour. So I'll be going, like I said, several different locations, trying to hit new areas. And hopefully Dark Horse will also be able to contribute in allowing me to come to venues in which they're participating. So increasing the reach and the exposure of this and the other title that's coming out earlier in the year. And of course, just spreading the news about trial and titles in general. And speaking of the five-year anniversary, what I'm going to be doing for the Wizard King trilogy is we're going to be looking at uh, something special. I'm not going to say too much more than that. I kind of want to wait till the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted before I make that official. But the idea is to have something special released around the, the five-year anniversary. I'm looking at primarily 2026 for that to happen. Seems like a long way off now as we are in the tail end of 2023, but in publishing that's just around the corner for the most part. So we're getting there on a lot of different levels. And I will share more about that in the future as I have um, the ability to do so, shall we say. But that isn't to say I'm not doing any other things. And I, oh, and by the way, I just want to let you know that the box set, if you like the box set, and that it's, that's the audio box set and the hard copy box set. Thank you, by the way, for all the people that are supporting the audio uh, box set. It seems, I haven't gotten the numbers on that yet. I'll get that the first part of next year. But it seems like there's been a, just an uptick of support with that. I, it's probably one of the most successful, at least ranked books. If you can follow Amazon ranking correctly, if that means anything. It's the most successfully ranked audiobooks I've yet had. And it consistently just increases more and more and more. And I wouldn't be surprised if it gets more and more exposure as we get into the holidays here, Christmas and New Year's and all that kind of stuff, people start buying stuff. So again, thank you for whoever's doing that, whoever's buying it, checking it out. I do appreciate that. For those who aren't aware, there is a, a compilation, an audio box set that is available for download. I think all the usual suspects for audiobooks, audible, recorded books, uh, audiobooks, whatever you get your books at, it's available there. And um, like I said, people have been picking it up or at least checking it out. I don't know. Like I said, I don't have the final numbers, unfortunately, until next year. So it's kind of kind of challenging, kind of frustrating to, to sit there and see this going on, not knowing how it correlates with, with actual sales and information. But I'll find out soon enough. But it looks like it's being well-received and being connected with, and I, I appreciate that. One thing that's going on, getting back to the box set for the hard copy, is we're going to put a pause on that. We are essentially sold out. So if you do happen to see any box sets in your store or online or available for purchase and you've been waiting waiting and waiting to get a book or you know putting off to get it later uh, now's your chance it will not be coming back for the foreseeable future we had a, a good print run on that we sold out relatively soon i think like in nine months it sold out and then uh, at this point in time we're not looking at doing anything with a new reprint on that simply because of the cost factors involved with it not that it's not doing well we wouldn't want to do more box sets 
but the cost factors are proving to be rather prohibitive. And case in point, we are, this is kind of, you know, between you and me, but we are we're going to be raising the prices of the books for the uh, Wizard King trilogy. For those who don't know, who haven't yet bought the books, um, they are going for $12.99, which is an insanely low price for books of their size. I mean, these are about 350 page books, something like that. Sometimes I think 400 for the third book, something like that. So it, you know, you get a good chunk of book for $12.99, which is in today's <laughs> today's market is pretty crazy, pretty pretty wild. And the ebooks are even cheaper, like $7.99. So I mean, you can get a really good deal for that, you know, for the first, you know, for the present future. What's going to be happening as we look at doing some reprints, and we will be doing some more reprints again for the the series, probably into next year, is that it will be getting a price increase to $19.99 a book. And you think, whoa, that's a $7 increase. Well, yeah, but understand that we've been selling the book for a very discounted rate for several years now, and it's proving to be hard to maintain profitability now because you guys have been great. I mean, it's great we're selling books, but every time we sell books and we do a reprint, there's always a cost of paper that goes up. There's a cost of you know the inflation, all sorts of stuff that are contributing to it that make it that we have less and less room for margin. So we're getting to the point now where it's selling well and doing well, but you know every time we sell more books, we're getting less and less money, and it's actually getting to the point where if we don't change something pretty soon, we're going to start losing money. And that's not a good place to be. So the next time we do a reprint, we're going to increase it to $19.99, which all it does is it brings it on par with the rest of the books. Everything that's coming out now, will be $19.99. Everything that is out now, the new books for this year, there were $19.99. So it's just putting it on par, like I said, with everything else that we have out there. And I, I guess keeps it consistent and basically equatable to everything else on the market. So it's not going to be insanely overpriced. It's just making it more realistic in line with the current financial reality of the economic system we have going on. So hopefully, you know, I, I say all that to give you a heads up. So if you are or were hesitant to pick up things like the box set or picking up titles in general, now is your chance. I would say the sooner you can get them, the better, because we are running low on some, some issues, especially book one and book three. So if you want to get out there and get some cheaper books, now would be the time to do so before they are totally gone and we have the new ones on the market. One that's going to happen, again, I don't know. It really depends on how quickly we finish selling out the remaining stock on hand, my guess is after we get through, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, it'll be a lot lower than what it is now, and maybe probably trigger the the markers that get us looking at a a reprint. And reprint itself takes a few months to do, and then of course you have to work it through the system. So it might not be an immediate changeover, but I would say the next six months or so, you should probably see some things changing, and uh, things being transferred over, and we'll have more uh, differently priced books, shall we say on the shelf than what we have now. The audiobook will remain the same as far as I know the box set, and that's still priced to sell as it is. But I just want to let you know about the uh, the books in general. With the box set, like I said, this will not that we're ever not gonna ever do a box set again, but this particular version of the box set and for this price, because any future box set will have a different price, will be the opportunity to get it now. I think it currently sits at about $38, $39, which again for a box set, if you know box sets is pretty good, pretty low, pretty affordable price for the books, and that also comes with a world map. Uh, if, so if you do happen to see a box set on the shelf and you were hesitant before, like I said, I would encourage you to pick it up 
because there's there's nothing in the Penguin Random House warehouses anymore. There's nothing in the Dark Horse warehouses anymore. And I literally just sold the last of my box set copies at this last convention I was at about a week or so ago. So there's nothing that I have access to anymore to even get copies to people if they want to go that way. And I know there are some copies floating around out there, maybe a hundred or so that remain. Uh, so if they're in a store near you, like I said, and you're interested, uh, consider checking it out or, or sharing that with people who are hesitant about that. So that, I think, is a nice summation of where we are or what's going on. Again, I'd like to kind of share more information about background and things and writing, but this ended up kind of being more of a <laughs> overview of some stuff in general. So hopefully that you'll be able to get some benefit from, from that. If you want some questions answered, if you have any questions, I should say, please feel free to send them at behind uh, at chadcorey.com and that's C-H-A-D-C-O-R-R-I-E.com. And I will do my best to have an episode set aside for that or even include them in some answers uh, with various episodes, if I'm able to do that as well, kind of intersparse them with uh, what else I'm talking about. So do please check out the newsletter, the website, chadcorey.com, trawler.com. You can also find me on Creator Chad. That's on Twitter, or X, I should say, Instagram, Facebook, um, all the usual suspects, LinkedIn, and YouTube as well. And, of course, you can find me on Trollodren, T-R-A-L-O-D-R-E-N, and that's uh, at the various social media sites such as Twitter or X, Instagram, and Facebook. And then, of course, there is the Trollodren website, which is Trollodren.com. So thank you so much for your help, your support, your interest in these works and myself. I do really appreciate that. And we will connect and interact next year. Thanks for listening. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.